Welcome to all the Dhamma practitioners. This Friday, we learn about a disciple of the Buddha who had samadhi, meditative concentration. She had metta, loving-kindness, and could enter samadhi to the level of jhana, mental absorption. So we can see that in the Buddha's time, there were many who were born with merit and goodness, and even being lay people, they could practice to a higher level than the monks. One example is the wealthy merchant Chitta. He was very wealthy, but he had jhana and special psychic knowledges as well, and he had attained dhamma to the level of anagami, non-returner. And there were also some laymen and laywomen who had a high level of noble virtue. There was one laywoman with an interesting biography, so let's learn more about this. This woman was named Uttara. Lady Uttara was more excellent than all the lay people of the aspect of one who could absorb and enter jhana. Lady Uttara was born as the daughter of the man Puna. Puna was a farm labourer on the land of Sumana Seti in Rajagir city of King Bimbisara. Puna was very hard-working and even on the annual holidays, Puna still farmed and did his duties as usual. He was very diligent and persevering. And here his merit was about to arise. One day when he was farming the fields, Venerable Sariputta, the right-hand chief disciple of the Lord Buddha, in the aspect of wisdom, left Niroda Samapati, the attainment of extinction, and took his arms bowl and walked to the field that Puna was farming. Puna saw the venerable elder and stopped farming and paid his respects. Puna offered some mouth-rinsing water and toothwood. We can see that in India they sell toothwood in the market regularly. They carry around one or two pieces wherever they go and they would brush their teeth so it was very white and clean. And after the venerable elder had finished cleaning his teeth and rinsed his mouth, he kept walking. Puna had nothing else to offer, as his wife hadn't brought his food yet. But Puna had a heart of merit and goodness, and had intelligence too. Puna thought that the reason that the venerable elder monk came today was to assist us. If his wife met the venerable monk, may she offer the food that was meant for him in the venerable's arms bowl. And his wife was going to send the food to her husband Puna, and on the way she met with the venerable elder Sariputta first. She thought that on other days she met the venerable monks, but she had no things or food to offer. But today she was complete with two things, so she should offer food because she had the food and had met the venerable monk as well. It was her merit, and her faith arose. But she thought about her husband who was farming. But never mind, as she would go back home, and make more food to give to him. When she had offered the food to the venerable elder, she quickly went back home to make the food for her husband. And Puna kept farming until it was late in the day already, and the wife hadn't yet come to bring his food. He started to get hungry, but he thought in his mind that however it is, that if his wife had met venerable Sariputta, may she offer the food as alms. And when she met her husband, she thought he would be angry, 
so told him immediately, Don't be angry. Let me speak first. I came late today, and I've never come late like this before. I came late because of a good reason. I took the food that I made for you to offer as alms to the venerable elder monk first, and I went back to make food, so I came late. The husband, Puna, heard this and felt joy and satisfaction. Both of the husband and wife felt inner joy and had happiness and rapture from their actions. Puna finished eating and slept for a little while, and after waking up, he thought his eyes were playing with him, because he saw a rock in the farm that looked like gold. How was this possible? He had farmed this plot of land for many years, and had never seen gold shine in the farm like that. So why was he seeing it as gold? So he told his wife to go have a look, and when the wife heard this, she said, You are probably tired. Or do you want to be rich? Do you want to be rich and wealthy? Or are you feeling very hungry, so that you're seeing things? But when they went to have a look, they both saw it was real gold. They both saw that it was gold. So they collected the gold in a tray and took it to offer to the king. And people were sent to dig up the gold on that farm. But when they were going to collect the gold to put on the cart, the prince there said that it was the merit of the king so that the gold could arise in this farm. It doesn't arise easily. And then the gold changed to being dirt as normal. And the king said to go dig it up again, but to say that it was the merit of Puna. We can see that this subject of merit and goodness was of each individual's. Here this was the merit and goodness of Puna, but to say it was the merit of the king, then the gold went back to dirt as normal. But the king was smart, who told them to say it was the merit of Puna. So when the prince followed what he was told to do, then they collected many carts of gold, gave it to offer to the royal treasury. The king asked whether anyone had this much wealth. When they examined it, no one had, and so he gave Puna the royal position of a Dana Seti. Tana means treasure, a wealthy man with treasure. So Puna celebrated the blessing of his new position of Seti and invited the Buddha and his disciples at his house for a meal for seven days. And the Lord Buddha gave his Anumodana and taught of Dana, Sila, Bhavana and various aspects of goodness to see the body as not me, not self and of the four noble truths. Puna, the wife and the daughter attained the fruit of Sotapanna stream entry. This shows that they had made a lot of merit already. And the fruit of Sotapanna has great merit. It's immense merit. And how was this merit? He had merit to 256 portions. One portion of that 256 was equivalent to the wealth of a great king. So this was his great merit. And then Rajagaha Seti, who we know lived in the city of Rajagir as well, he knew that Puna, the Dana Seti, was a Sotapanna as well, and had a beautiful daughter, and so he asked for his daughter, Lady Uttara, to come to be the wife of his son. Puna did the wedding ceremony, and in respect to Rajagaha Seti, it did not lack anything, and he was satisfied. So after being married, Lady Uttara stayed in the household of the husband. Here, Lady Uttara was a Sotapanna, 
and had faith. So when it entered the rainy season retreat, she wanted to keep the eight precepts for that time. She said to the husband that before I got married, I would keep the Uposada Sila, the eight precepts, eight days in one month. So may you give your permission. But here, the husband wanted to know what this was all about. She had married him, and she would have to do her duties well. It wasn't that she could go keep the eight precepts like that. So the husband did not allow it. And she sent the news back to her father and mother that being sent here to get married was like being sent to prison. And so may the father help her by sending 15,000 kahapanats of money to her. And receiving the money and having wisdom as well, she went to find Lady Sirima. Lady Sirima was a beautiful courtesan in the city. She was a very beautiful in Rajagaha city, and many wanted her to stay with them romantically overnight. But it wasn't easy for her to come to stay. Why? Because her fee was very high. It was difficult for people to be able to hire her. So Lady Sirima received the 15,000 kahapanas and accepted to be the wife temporarily. And her husband was satisfied, and he gave his permission to undertake the uposada. On the last day of keeping the uposada, at the time Lady Uttara was preparing food, her husband of Lady Sirima stood and watched her and thought that Lady Uttara was a very stupid woman. She was wealthy and married the son of a wealthy man, but she had to work like this. She liked to work with dirty things. She had lots of wealth, but was not satisfied with that wealth. He was acting like this and mocking Lady Uttara a lot. Here, Lady Uttara saw Lady Sirima walking towards her from afar, and Lady Uttara spread metta, loving-kindness, to her first, thinking that this woman has done a lot of goodness towards me. I was supported by her so that I could make dana food offerings and listen to Dhamma each day. The benefit she had received from Lady Sirima was incomparable. But Lady Sirima wasn't like that. Lady Sirima was very angry at Lady Uttara that she was going to take the position of wife back from her. But Lady Uttara didn't get angry back. Here, Lady Sirima was angry. So what did she do? She took boiling oil from a ladle and poured it over Lady Uttara. And Lady Uttara was entering Jhana and spread a mind of metta. And from the power of metta Jhana, the boiling oil was not hot but cool. And the attendants around got angry at Lady Sirima and went to hit and beat her. But Lady Uttara stopped them and told the attendants to take Lady Sirima to bathe and treat her with medical ointments. Lady Sirima was very impressed and touched. So she bowed to Lady Uttara's feet and asked for forgiveness from her and to be absolved of her fault. May she also forgive her fault to the Buddha and the Sangha. And the Buddha was eating at Lady Uttara's house that morning and Lady Sirima told the Buddha about her bad actions to Lady Uttara and she wanted to ask forgiveness from the Buddha for her actions. And the Buddha asked Lady Uttara to explain the situation so others could know what happened. Lady Uttara said that she thought Lady Sirima had come to her from afar, walking from the house towards her, 
and so Lady Uttara spread metta to her, and thought that she owed so much to her because she could have a chance to make merit, give dana, and listen to dhamma every day because of this woman. So she couldn't find one who had given her higher benefit than her. So she had metta and compassion, entered jhana, and spread metta. And the Buddha praised Lady Uttara as being expert and skilled in absorbing into jhana. We can reflect that at the time of the Buddha, there was only one person excellent like this. It has been 2,564 years since the Buddha's Parinibbana, and we have never heard of it, right? Of a rich family arising, she being wealthy, the husband rich, and she could undertake the precepts and practice meditation and find another wife for her husband. There isn't anything like this. So she was excellent and had a lot of merit and parami, spiritual development. And so let us be determined that we may not have the parami like Lady Uttara, but we are determined to practice dhamma and meditation and try to develop samadhi. Training like this, we will gain happiness and spiritual development. May you all meet with happiness in the world and in the Dhamma. May you be well.